Hello and welcome to the WAD GOP Report. This is Caleb Heimlich, chairman of the Washington State Republican Party. My guest today is Kyle, uh, Kyle from Covington. Kyle has been really involved with the party for the last several years. Uh, I got to know him when he ran for office in 2020 and he supported candidates and he's been a real key activist in King County. He was on our uh, state executive board for a little while as well. Uh, so he's just been a great conservative activist, and Kyle is Ukrainian. He's very active in the Slavic community, so I invited him on to kind of talk about uh, the news of the world and also news at home. So, Kyle, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you, Caleb. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, uh, as you mentioned, been born in Ukraine, but originally in that time, the Ukraine belonged to USSR. So uh, it was in 1982, I believe I was born. I mean, the life was great. Uh, expect we all been communists. So if you, if any one of you thinks that it's a great idea, well, people, you are wrong. All right. So the life was. Uh, let me give you a small example. So if you will take any picture from the USSR, any family, there were no smiles. That's how happy people were, and they truly believe that they've been uh, really happy in, in, in those circumstances. So in 2002. Um, legally, legally immigrated to the United States out of that everything, you know, seeking just the happiness and the simple as many Americans understand that they've been born here, they know what the freedom is. is. So I've uh, been seeking just a you know, simple freedom for some of, for a lot of people who's been born here. It's just a simple thing, you know, you, you've been born here, oh great, I'm free, and, you know, college, school, work, and um, just people getting this for granted. But for, uh, for a lot of immigrants, for a lot, it's much more than that, way much more. It's a dream. It's a dream that we're all trying to achieve, to be free. Yeah. So it's a, it's a simple um, immigration process that took me in about 14 years. Wow. <laughs> yep, to, to get what I really wanted and, and enjoyed right now. So yeah, it was a, it was a tough time though. And, and you, uh, through all that process, you became a citizen, right? Absolutely. And not just a citizen. I am a proud citizen of United States of America. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know what, actually, I, and when I received my green card um, in 2011, I went back in Ukraine for about a week with my wife, uh, which she was also born in Ukraine, and even though in the same city, but we met here in the U.S., I got married, kids. Uh, so we went there in about for a week or eight days. Uh, first three days we cried, like really. Uh, my wife was devastated. She's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go home, I'm going to go home. That's it. I, I have enough. Um, we saw everything. A lot of things changed, but that's exactly those eight days I came back. I'm like, that's it. Here's my application for the citizenship. That's it. I'm not going to wait even, even a second longer. Done. And uh, yeah, I've become one. I'm so proud of it. Yeah. Well, we're proud of you, too. And you're, you have a business and you've been working yes. and you've gotten involved with the Republican Party and then serving your community Absolutely. and now running as a candidate. Uh, but it kind of talk to us a little bit about the the history in the last couple of years between kind of Ukraine and Russia, as we've seen Putin kind of being more and more aggressive with the 2014 with the invasion of Crimea and then now and, and just Kind of for people that maybe haven't followed it as probably closely as you have, what what uh, what has that been like? Well, uh, for the uh, 
I mean, we still have personally me, my wife. We do have a close family back in Ukraine. We have a close friends, uh, the people that I grew up with for 21 years. So uh, it is a first hand. Uh, yes, we talk a lot, uh, messaging calls. So the history between the Russia and Ukraine, it's I mean, historically it's pretty long and very complicated. But what started happening in the recent uh, years, starting of 2012, I believe. So the Ukraine is a country who embraced democracy. And we, we all know that all Ukrainian people understand what the tyranny of the communism is, and we really want to get rid of this as soon as we can. So we try uh, to, to, to come as a, as a part of um, Euro. Then we ask to be joining in NATO. And um, fortunately, the other side, the aggressor side, which is the Russia Federation, they saw this opportunity that Ukraine will be part of uh, Euro or the NATO. And um, well, they took an actions. They took a really ugly and disgusting actions in 2014 by claiming that, oh no, we, we don't have a part of it. But what they did is um, they invade actually the Eastern Ukraine just to create a frozen conflict which will prevent Ukraine to become a member of any of those unions. So basically, Ukraine will be, well, we're not even going to say neutral. Uh, it's going to be as a buffer zone for the, I don't know, for anything that they want to do with it. And uh, he started pushing the agenda with, with his own propaganda in, in his own country, which is Russia, that uh, Nazis live in Ukraine. Uh, Nazis are discriminating killing Russian-speaking people on the streets, which a little bit of a um, little bit of my own life. So, yes, I was born in Ukraine, but my great-grandparents is from Russia. My grandparents is from Russia. Uh, my father's side, all from Russia. And my mother was born in Germany, but since uh, it was a military family, they've been stationed in Germany. And uh, after everything ended, they've been transferred in the military base in Ukraine, city of Lviv, uh, which I were born there. So 99% of my life, I spoke Russian language. Uh, my name is, well, it's Ukrainian, but my last name is pure Russian. I've been attending a Russian school and uh, nothing happened to me. Look at that. <laughs> I survived. Wow. No discrimination. No one killed me. No one beat me, no one was making fun of me. So that's from the Russian side, that's a big and huge propaganda. Uh, and even though this is not the reason to just invade the country and start bombing peaceful and innocent people. Yeah. So, and, and it started in 2012, I believe, and uh, it, it been keep growing and growing, and then for some reason, he just decided to do it. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why. And what, uh, as you've been following, as I think everybody has, kind of mm -hmm. the last week, um, what has that been like? I mean, Eight knowing, days. yeah. Eight days. Well, today is ninth in Ukraine. Um, let me let me find the words. It's a death. <clears throat> it's a cry. It's uh, it's a lot of people who just dying under the bullets, bombs, for no reason. So that's the whole story. I mean, there the were no reason 
for the killing of innocent people. I mean, they they didn't do nothing to no one. They didn't choose this war. They've just been living their lives, and then the next day they've been sad. That, oh, okay, we're going to do a special military operation. Like, yeah, special military operation in Ukraine for liberating someone from someone. And uh, he just started killing people. That's, that's pretty simple. That's a pure aggression, evil, and genocide of Ukrainian people. Yeah, just awful. Awful. Family still there. Um, my family, close family, is in the west part of Ukraine, in Lviv. Uh, friends, all my friends that I grew up with, uh, they took a weapon and, and standing on the ground in Kyiv and trying to protect the capital. City of Lviv, it's a, one of the oldest cities in Ukraine, uh, almost, well, close to a thousand year history. So right now, every single school, it's, uh, it's kind of like a bump shelter. The refugees from all over the Ukraine are just living in schools and the hospitals. So that's the whole city what about right now. It's all the refugees and trying to, trying to survive. That's awful. Yeah. Well, I know I speak for the people that I've talked to and are, are, it's been amazing to just watch the bravery and heroism of people that are willing to fight back against communism, against tyranny, yeah. against uh, naked aggression shown by Vladimir Putin and the Russians, and to see uh, really the, the immense bravery of the Ukrainian people who have been pushing back and fighting to protect their homeland, to protect their cities, and to protect their right to self-determination. As you said, it's a, it's a democracy. People have voted. Yep. Uh, for a time, there was kind of almost Russian stooges as the president of Ukraine, and they threw them out. Uh, they that chose Zelensky in an when, election. When Zelensky been elected, there was the most um, democratic, the most election in the history of Ukraine, where people actually choose. And, and no one, I mean, Almost no one was complaining, oh, the election was rigged or this and that. There was a really fair election, and, yeah. and, and now we see what the president are doing. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, we certainly uh, stand with the Ukrainian people. Thank you. Uh, certainly those in, in, in King County you've, you've done. Oh, yeah. uh, kind of talk about some of the events that you've held uh, in the past uh, couple days. I've seen events at uh, Kent City Hall, I think Federal Way Covington, City Hall, Covington City Hall. Seattle, I mean, where, but uh, hold on, Caleb, I just want to uh, jump back a little bit. Uh, you mentioned the bravery of the soldiers, and I'll tell you why it's actually been there. So when when the Ukrainian people understands the communists coming back to take them back in the centuries, they don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. So they they willing to, to fight this to the last drop of blood. It doesn't matter who and why. So the kids are doing everything they can. I mean, the, the, the children from school of the sixth grade are making a tense for the soldiers because they do understand the price of the freedom, how much it costs, and they're willing to pay the price. Uh, but yeah, so the event around the state, oh wow. <clears throat> oh, so many of them. So what we did in the Washington state, uh, we created an um, organizational committee which includes in about seven people who's trying to organize everything just to understand that we don't really have time to plan the events and do this. Oh, let's call this guy. 
So we basically we're writing a script of all the uh, events on our knees on a, on a piece of paper and just trying to push through. Uh, but we've been probably in the most uh, big cities throughout the state in King County, which is a federal way, uh, Covington, Kent, Seattle, uh, Spokane, been, uh, I mean a lot. So we're just talking to the uh, city mayors, council members, and asking them if they willing to support innocent people and, and if they're willing to step up to stop the war the way they can by influence the state government and the national government and so far we, we, we just have tremendous support of, of the Washington state yeah. I mean, people from all over the state are sending uh, money some of them even bringing cash uh, which is wow <laughs> it's amazing and you know uh, just one simple phone call with a couple of words hey you know what uh, we feel you. Uh, we're, we're with you. We're praying for you. It means tons for us. Uh, not, I mean, I living in the U.S. almost 20 years, I never thought that I would be attached uh, to my homeland after 20 years here, but it, it really does kick in. So that any prayer, any warm words, it means a lot for us. Uh, so we've been everywhere. We've been cracking games. Uh, the, uh, yeah, I was National there on Wednesday and, with the, uh, when the singer. It was actually awesome. I want to invite you on a Thunderbird game uh, in Ken Shower Center. Uh, okay, uh, Christina Soltis. Yeah, uh, she'll be singing national anthem. It will be a lot of uh, support for Ukraine. Uh, so yeah, we, we're really thankful for every single one of you uh, for supporting us and uh, for standing with us. Is there any events uh, next week that people could attend if they wanted to or anybody that's listening? Is there a place they can send messages or if they wanted to make a donation? Is so, there a kind of a honest, resource? <laughs> to be honest, uh, social media right now is really handful. It's fastest, fastest way to... Uh, to communicate with any of us. But the event that's coming up actually tomorrow, uh, we're going to be meeting at 2 p.m. in Seattle City Hall. We're going to take a walk, um, if I'm not mistaken, to the Space Needle, and then we're just going to have a small event and a prayer uh, with the solidarity and support of Ukraine. And the next, uh, we're planning to be in Olympia, but I don't know how is that going to work out. I just, a lot of people just exhausted yeah uh we were getting so we got to the point that people bringing um flashlights food diapers you name it uh we have no place for it oh i mean we we just rented everything that we can the warehouses the our truck drivers uh, suspend the uh, races and they just going here uh back and forth between the cities and delivering a lot of uh, humanitarian stuff so the support is overwhelming, but um, there is one issue that we're working on. If anyone can help with um, um, transferring those goods to Poland, uh, it's not a close road, it's, it's far. Uh, we have a Delta Airlines who stepped in. Uh, they're helping us a lot. Wow. So hopefully, hopefully we can get, I mean, we have probably four or five planes we can put full of them of humanitarian goods. That's and, amazing. And send it over there, yeah. It sucks that um, such a bad circumstances unite people. Yeah. I wish it would be much better circumstances, as, uh, much better, but not the war and death. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think in these, in dark moments like this, that's when the, really the human spirit shines through. And we're it certainly is. seeing that on the world stage from Zelensky and from all the Ukrainian people, both in Ukraine 
and the Slavic community in Washington State and really across the country just know uh, Republicans stand with you and we're, we we're supporting that. you. We know that. I mean, from a, uh, even from Republican caucus, we have so many messages that they're yeah. willing to support uh, legislatures, resolutions in support, and they stepping in, uh, working actually um, throughout. And we're really thankful. That's a lot of help. Yeah. You know, and um, uh, I could touch base on, a, as I mentioned previously, maybe Caleb heard, um, September 11th. That's unfortunate event, the attack that united all the Americans, regardless of the political views or anything else. They've been staying united as a country, and uh, that's exactly what's happening right now. And as one of the senators, I think, uh, I believe he said, now we're all Ukrainians. So, and we are really grateful for that humongous support uh, everywhere, everywhere. So, thank you guys. Yeah, thank you very much, Kyle.